The following content contains coarse language, adult references, and very strong views of opinion. So if you're easily offended by any of the above, we ask you to kindly fuck off. Hey, come on now. It's on the sermon's rounds upside down. Devin and Jesse here to give you the news. So there's no excuse to be blue. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are. Whatever it is at the moment. Who knows when it is? It's a mystery. Yeah, here we are, April 11th. We are we're a week out from WrestleMania. Yes. This is episode four. We're talking NXT TakeOver Dallas. But before we start, I'd like to apologize. Yeah. As people may have noticed in the last episode, I was stumbling across my words uh, frequently. Yeah. <laughs> um, my explanation for that is a concussion I got during the attack before the WrestleMania one. Yeah. Uh, the person who attacked me there, I saw the video. Looks very similar to you. But it isn't. Hmm. That's the thing. I've already told you. It isn't me. Yeah, it wasn't yes. me. I was at my house. <laughs> yeah, true, because I was on the phone with you while it happened. Exactly. Hmm. But we'll move on. We'll, and we'll get to the bottom for, of that another time. We'll leave that for another time. So now, we're, let's, uh, as we promised last week, we're going to talk about the best part of WrestleMania weekend, which was none other than NXT TakeOver Dallas. Yes. Oh, my God. This, uh, uh, speechless. Five out of five. I haven't really got much to say other than them speechless. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. It just it left you going... I don't know what to say. I just saw some of the best wrestling and best storytelling ever. I'll say it right now. It was better than Mania. Ooh, controversy. That's just my opinion on that Controversy, one. as controversy. my year 12 English teacher would say. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, do we want to get cracking into it? Yeah. Well, let's get into Let, the NXT TakeOver Dallison. So first up. We saw the Revival defending their tag team championship against American Alpha. Yeah, that was an awesome match. American Alpha walk out as the new tag champions in about time. Ooh, I know, it was a long time coming, wasn't Hang it? On. Uh, I had to put a pop filter on the microphone because I kept on going pa, pa, pa. Yeah. Much better now. Sorry about the cutoff just then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back into it though. So yeah, new tag team champions in about time. Yes, um, it is about time that they become tag team champions. I love the Revival. Don't get me wrong. Oh, man. The Revival are a throwback to the Golden Age of Wrestling. That's how I see it. But see, when you say Golden Age of Wrestling, it kind of depends uh, what you kind of grew up with. Well, I didn't grow up with um, any of that. I mean, I was only born in the 90s when all that shit was going when all the awesome stuff was going on with the yeah, Monday see, Night Wars. But, um, yeah. I, I was born in 93. So I, I kind of grew, grew up on the peak of the Monday Night Wars. I was a WCW kid. I was born in the year when they had the lowest ratings and Kevin Nash was champion. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Not a good year. Nope. But um, yeah. I'm getting distracted. Um, yeah, Revival. Uh, very, look, solid match. Fantastic ring work. Even better heel work from the Revival. Oh, they're, they're really good. They are. Really good. That's and you that's, clipped. I always clip on this bloody mic. <laughs> <laughs> nah, seriously. They were fantastic. Uh, I'd think that match was awesome. It was. Uh, the highlight of the match for me, and like, it wasn't a move as per se. It was a kind of a spot. Yeah. In that Dash appeared from under the ring to stop the hot tag. I, you just you just made me remember that. That I remember seeing, I remember watching that with you when it was on live, and um, I said, "What a smart spot! I haven't seen this before for a while." No, and not just that, the timing. Oh my god, it would have had to. It would have had to run under there pretty quickly to the get that timing from Dash. Ha! I'm sorry. In my head, I'm going, yeah, "Quick, Dash! Incredibles! <laughs> <laughs> Incredible Dash!" 
Oh. But no, just stop the hot tag like that. Um, the whole, uh, I don't know if people notice it, but the, what the Revival do, which a lot of more tag teams that are coming out through NXT now do, yeah. is they cut off the ring. So it's like they're kind of half of the ring that they keep their opponent in. Mm-hmm. Mainly consisting of that most of the night. Uh, a lot of technical wrestling too because Chad Gable and Jason Jordan are fantastic amateur wrestlers. Gable went on to the Olympics. Oh, man. Gable was fantastic. He is. He Did is you see ready. that thing about Jason Jordan? Um, what Charmel put up about it? Yes. <laughs> Charmel looks... <laughs> not Charmel. <laughs> Jason Jordan looks like the love child of Charmel and Kurt Angle. <laughs> hint, hint. Oh, gosh. Out of all people to put it up as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, that match was probably... One of the best, probably the dark horse for me for the night, I reckon. Yeah, uh, I did see a couple of botches towards the end, but I I think it was more nerves than anything. It's, it felt like it. Because as soon as the show started, that Dallas crowd was right into TakeOver. They were more into, any, more into it than bloody Mania or anything like that. Oh, no, mate. Well, from, what, from what we found out now, the main event of Mania, when Reigns won... Apparently the mics got muted and turned down a little bit. You're kidding me. From what, from what I've heard, the boos were deafening in the stadium. But <sighs> us at home Fucking didn't get WWE. to see it. And they, kept, they kept on going to um, the outside because the, so the fireworks, fireworks can cover yeah. up the, the boos. <laughs> but yeah, um, unlike the NXT crowd who was, you know, when the faces came out, they were cheering for him. When the heels came out, they got some heel heat kind of thing. Whereabouts did you hear about this with the booze and stuff? What culture? <laughs> Good old what culture? Good old what culture, because all the guys were at WrestleMania and that, mm-hmm. and they were pointing out, like, they had no idea that the feed, like, got um, affected audio-wise. Yeah, yeah. Because they just remember, you know, almost going deaf. Jesus Even, Christ. Even um, my friend Brad from Cambridge, he was at Mania I was well. literally about to ask about that. Yeah, I haven't spoken to him about it yet. Maybe best to find. Maybe best to get it confirmed by him. <laughs> I will. But yeah, let's get back onto the topic because we're drifting away because it's an early morning and we're fucking exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that happened. Uh, new Tag Team Champions. Who is next to go against American Alpha? Uh, um, Revolver clearly going to get a rematch and I don't think they're going to win it back. I who, don't know. Who who you push after that? I don't know. It's it's NXT is one of those things where I can't really predict what's going to happen next. Is it Blake and Murphy or the Hype Bros? You never know. Who knows? Guess we'll see what happens, I guess. Maybe a new tag team will emerge. Who knows? Well, I mean, it's possible. It's NXT. Exactly. Anything's possible. Maybe somebody comes from outside of the company. You don't know. <laughs> you, you don't know what will happen. <laughs> Young Bucks rock up. <laughs> If the Young Bucks rocked up, holy shit. I would <laughs> lose it. All right. Uh, second match of the night. Austin Aries makes his WWE debut. Yes, and that was a big hype towards that match that as well. Uh, the thing I want to point out first is how amazing Baron Corbin's jacket was walking to the ring. Sorry, oh, vest. Oh, man. You saw my reaction. I didn't pick it up at first until you pointed it out, but he had... Fucking wolf skulls on his shoulders. It was awesome. And I didn't realize until um, that we not too long ago actually put photos on the website of mm. it. There was a fucking spine as well on the back. Yeah, I did see that. That yeah, was yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, the, the, the Baron Corbin's in-ring work has improved so dramatically. It has. It's unbelievable. That guy could work a, fucking, work a fucking Broadway if he wanted to, I reckon. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, first of all, for someone who's still as fresh and green as him to, you know, be put against someone like Austin Aries, who, you know, Aries, Aries is an internet darling. He's uh, he's notorious for being a, you know, quick wrestler, obviously. Yeah. You know, we've, we've all seen what he's been able to do in TNA and all that sort of, and other and companies. T and who? T and who? T and A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, was, I was surprised by Corbin, um... Great heel work, uh, great big man work because there's a m- fan- oh, fantastic what? <laughs> there's <laughs> a, a major height difference between Baron Corbin and Austin Aries. That was actually quite entertaining. Corbin's 6'7", 6'8". Six, six, yeah. Aries is 5'9", 5'10". Corbin's close to 7 foot, I reckon. Yeah. 
Probably. Wouldn't be surprised if he actually is. I'd have to do some research. Oh, I don't think he's seven foot. Because when I saw him in the Battle Royal, he bloody... He mirrored fucking Kane. I mean, Kane's not seven foot, though. Kane is seven foot, isn't he? Isn't he 6'10 or 6'11? I thought he was seven. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, we're getting we're getting distracted again. We are. <laughs> um, my only thing with the match, I mean, it was mainly Corbin kind of taking, uh, taking control for most of it, which kind of makes sense in the whole David Vesco live sort of situation. Yeah, but um, kind of a dumb finish. It was a short match too. It felt like. It, it was a short match and yeah. it didn't really live up to the expectation that I thought it would. No, roll up, uh, one, two, three. Yeah. And But I look at it now and it, it does make sense. Yeah. In will. that Baron Corbin doesn't look weak coming out of this match, even though he lost. It, it, at the end of the day, it made sense in that in that context, you know. I mean, it, we're going to see a lot more from Aries anyway and I'm sure there's going to be a lot more like... Um, matches like what he did in TNA. I mean, it was a different type of match that you usually wouldn't see him work, you know? Well, yeah. Because, I mean, there's X Division over in TNA, which most of the NXT roster seems to be guys that can, could compete in Cruiserweight sort of thing. Exactly. It'll be interesting to see what happens, I guess, in the next couple months or so, um, leading into the next takeover, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, so that was another strong match to start the show. So two two really strong matches to start us started off. Craig's getting into it, and then we start playing the video package for Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh. This is something we've been waiting for for a while. This is the I I, I had a sleepless night because of this match. <laughs> the night before, I couldn't sleep at all. <laughs> from what my from what my our good mates, it's not my. He's everyone's good mate, isn't he? Digital beard. Yes. Owen was uh, telling me that Mr. Juicy, who's probably one of the biggest Shinsuke Nakamura fans in Australia, couldn't sleep. He was someone who couldn't sleep either. I, I, I concur on that one. <laughs> it was, it was a, one of those matches that was playing in my head like, What's going to happen? How is this going to work? What yeah. how, what sort of spots are they going to do, you know? Is he going to continue with his usual shtick? What, like, what, what, am I, what am I going to expect? Like, it just, I didn't know what to think. And it kept playing over in my head. How's this match going to work? What, what's he going to walk out with? You yeah. know, it's like, we just... Oh, it was a match. That <laughs> I've been, I, was, I was looking forward to this match more than anything on the Mania card. That, yeah. That's... that's I didn't even have a hype going into Mania. That's that just explains how much I love how much I well, look actually, this match. Well, I did have a hype going into Mania. That was Brock and Dean, which was a colossal disappointment. Yes, but that was in the last episode. So if you haven't listened to episode three, you can go do that now. Yeah, here here our review on in depth review actually on WrestleMania thirty two. Yes. Um, so Sami Zayn walks out, big ovation because everyone loves Sami Zayn. Oh, yeah. Kind of thing. He's in the ring. His music stops and the crowd starts. Nakamura. Oh. Nakamura. And it gets louder and louder. And this guy, right, the only like American TV he's been on is Ring of Honor. From what I remember, yeah. Unless you include the New Japan pay-per-views and stuff like that. Yeah, but they were in Japan. That's the thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but he spent... He's, He's been on Ring of Honor television. Yes. Fantastic match with Kevin Steen, which uh, is Kevin Owens now. Oh, man. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it starts, and then the music starts. Should we just play it? The music? Should we add a little bit of it? Yeah, why not? So it starts. Everyone's sitting there going like, where's this going to? Right? Holy shit. You know, it's building up. It's going dark, and you can see you can see him starting to walk. Yeah, and then here it comes. Shinsuke Nakamura on the screen, and he's standing there while Strobe's going behind him. That is hands down one of the. Oh, he did. Here's the thing, right? Yep. He literally did nothing. He, did, he didn't really do anything, and he had he the best entrance there. in the fucking night. He stood there. That's it. Yeah. And it was one of the greatest things Doing I've ever seen. Doing all these movements and shit that he usually does. Goosebumps. Oh, man. 
chills down my spine. It was like, <laughs> how does someone ooze that much charisma? Ask Nakamura himself. <laughs> See, that's why Nakamura's eye is always closed because you know he's trying to he's trying to stop the ooze. He's trying to stop that ooze. fucking ooze of <laughs> fucking charisma, charisma coming out of his out. eye. Yeah, <laughs> and then he, you know, he does that usual stick walking to the ring. Um, can't do it. Can't, we can't see it. You can't it's a, see it, but it's we're doing it. And then <laughs> maybe we'll do a YouTube video where we reenact. <laughs> <laughs> we get. He goes up the ring steps, gets in the ring, looks at the crowd, turns back, right onto the ropes, does his usual stick, which we've tried replicating on numerous occasions and nearly fucked up our quads. I did it. You did do it. Yes. <laughs> As he was walking into the ring. Uh, there was a coffee table in front of me. <laughs> I pushed it out of the fucking way, grabbed my couch and oh, <laughs> fell back. <laughs> <laughs> of course, one thing I will say, um, make sure you stretch and warm up before it because it absolutely kills your quads yes. and thighs. <laughs> oh, man. That match hadn't even started yet. And the crowd is losing their shit. And they're already, the crowd's already doing it. This is awesome. This is awesome. And there's Nakamura, um, Sami Zayn, no, is it Sami Zayn, Nakamura, or what was the chant? Vice versa. Just yeah, vice it was, it was that a, was a chant, I'm pretty sure. It was Sami Zayn, Nakamura, yeah, still. Yeah, some yeah. shit like Chanting that. Chanting for both. Yeah. You know? And this is awesome chants. They progress in the map, like, I'll go through the chants actually right now. They even got to the point where the crowd started chanting Wrestle Forever. Like, you don't get that chant very often. I don't think I've ever heard that chant at a wrestling show, ever. Imagine, oh, I'm just picturing in my head now, because uh, Shinsuke signed, is it a three-year deal? Three-year deal. Three-year deal. Maybe within the three years, he will be up on main roster. I reckon by the end of the year, he will be. Oh, okay. I would love to see uh, the two out of three falls match that we had between Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe, which was fantastic too, by the way. That was an hour. Oh, man. 45 minutes or to an hour sort of thing. Insane. Imagine seeing that. Oh, with man. With Shinsuke and Sami Zayn. I wouldn't be able to believe it. <laughs> oh, man. As they battle for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. It, oh, oh, don't say that. <laughs> oh, man. Like, so far, I've, we haven't even really even covered the match yet, and you can already tell how We're we've been yelling so hard because Shinsuke Nakamura is... He's here. He's in NXT. We get to see him on a regular basis now. I've already bought a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Before we get into the match, before we get into the match, let's kind of talk about our first, our introduction into Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, I got introduced to Shinsuke through you. Yes, through uh, Wrestle Kingdom Nine. I watched Wrestle Kingdom Nine live because I was on the Jeff Jarrett bandwagon hype, and I still am. Um, <laughs> GFW all the way. Yes, and um, what happened was, yeah, I, I'm I'm on the stream watching, and it comes to the Intercontinental Title match. Ibushi walks out. Cool. This guy looks. This guy's going to be interesting. But then Nakamura walks out. I was I I didn't know what to think. And of course, you got JR, who's narrating the whole entire entrance, saying that this guy is a combination of Michael Jackson and Freddie Mercury. And he's, and you, you hear Matt Striker even saying, he's my favorite wrestler in the world today. After watching that match, which was a five-star match, I was an instant fan, instant. And then... After a while, I said to Gavin, you need to check out Wrestle Kingdom 9. It is one of the best wrestling events I have ever watched. Um, and so I watch it, and he kept on going about his Shinsuke going, I'm like, oh, can, is, can he seriously be that fucking good? Yeah. The way you hype, because my thing is, like, if people hype the absolute hell out of something, I'm not big on it. Mm -hmm. You know, for example, in high school, I wasn't the biggest fan of Parkway Drive because everyone was talking about Parkway Drive. Neither was I. <laughs> Even now, I still like. I did try to get into them, and I did for a little bit. And now it's like, eh, Parkway Drive. Parkway Drive is boring, dude. It's the same thing with me and like sleeping with sirens and shit. <laughs> I can't get into it because fangirls ruined it. For me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, and then so Jess is in my house, and he's making me watch Russell Kingdom Nine. I think we've got your dad to watch it too. Yeah, my dad doesn't really 
care about it though. I think he enjoyed it though. <laughs> uh, probably. But yeah, um, we get to the IC title match and I'm just watching this guy, you know, come up through a ring of fire with a giant crown on his head. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking at him like, what is this? This, whoa. I can't, exp- I couldn't explain it. I'm just sitting there going, what is, like, I'm shocked. I'm I think, shocked. I'm, I'm speechless. pretty sure you were speechless, I remember. You didn't know what to say. I said, what are you thinking? You just like, I don't know. Silence. <laughs> yeah. And then we watched the match and five star match. That's, you know, a start, like it's only the start of January when this pay-per-view happened and that's already a candidate for match of the year. Yeah. And that happened this year as well with Styles and Nakamura too. And speaking of, of match of the match. year, Shinsuke versus Sami Zayn is probably a candidate for match of the year too. I reckon it's the match of the year. Um, I don't think anything's going to top it unless they really pull something out of their ass. I don't know. We got a full. That's the thing. We got a full year ahead of us. I know, but I don't see there being anything else better than that on the main roster. No. Uh, so an absolute highlight of this match, other than the, the back and forth kind of thing between them, and a lot of teasing. Oh man. Oh man. It's always that always happens in a Nakamura match. Yep. He they go they go to do a lock up and. He Shinsuke just ducks under. Ducks underneath it, does his usual shtick of, you know, the little strut that he does. <laughs> um, but yeah, my highlight of the match is the forearms. Oh, They're man. They're just standing there back and forth, one, just one after the other, you know, they slow down. And then a one, bum, 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 and slow down again, and all these big hits kind of thing. Got to the point where Nakamura actually had a blood nose in that match. Yeah, and of course, you know, because people don't like, or well, not people, Vince doesn't like blood, which Vince was watching the match. I wanted to, I would love to see what his reaction would have been watching that match. I really want to know. <laughs> we'll never find out that's the thing. I know, but I, I'd love to see what he actually reacted to that match. Yeah. Just based on his reputation. Sorry about that. <laughs> Bloody yeah, audio's got, playing up again as I, usual. I got, I got head friends in and... Your microphone is going pop, pop, pop my ear the whole time. I may as well get like fishnet stockings and a coat hanger to fix this shit. <laughs> DIY. <laughs> but yeah, um, the forearms, and then finally we saw a bombing a knee, which um, it was a bit high. <laughs> it was a bit high, but I fucking liked it. Still, still good. And the thing I like too is. It's not Bombay anymore. It's Kinshasa knee. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it. It's Bombay knee. I'm sorry. It's still Bombay for me, but Kinshasa apparently has some sort of meaning that I read a couple of days ago, but I don't remember what it was. Fair enough. Um, the thing I like about that move was it was used once in the match. Once it was, only. It was teased, but it was used once, and it finished the match. And it wasn't a transition move either. No, it wasn't like. For example, you know, the first fucking SmackDown after AJ Styles comes in, he uses a fucking Styles Clash against Curtis Axel. That's something that should have been saved for WrestleMania. Exactly. They tease, like, I don't I don't care if they tease it. They oh, keep yeah. teasing it, and he keeps winning by the calf killer. Sorry, calf crusher. As calf, other calf, calf crusher, calf killer, same shit. Or we got this horrible, phenomenal forearm. <laughs> That's not a finishing move, I'm sorry. It isn't a finishing move to me, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, the bombing and knee used once. One, two, three. Shinsuke goes over in his first match in NXT, and it is a fantastic send-off for Sami Zayn. And there was a show of respect at the end of the match. There was. Which, that's something That's something I like about Shinsuke. Always does it. Even uh, Wrestle Kingdom 9. Because you, you kept on 10. bringing up the whole, you know, the heel shows uh, the heel in the face. Shake each other's hands and there's no, like, cheap shot kind of thing that happens. It's just bullshit aside wrestling and respect. Yeah. You know, Shinsuke had those heel antics back in that match, I remember. But at, there was no gimmicks. That's the thing I like about it. There was at, no at the bullshit. The, exactly. At the end of the match, he's like, you know what? We we put on one hell of a show. The people told us. We exactly. Could hear, we could hear it. And the kid, not to mention Ibushi fucking, he, I think he put himself on the map after that match. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously put himself, not necessarily in Japan, but with the Westerners, especially. 
Westerners, whatever you want to call us, fucking white people, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Round eye. <laughs> Round. Fuck. Oh, yeah, uh, speak, speaking of Ibushi, they showed him. Whoo. <laughs> you saw my reaction. I was like, are they going to show him? Are they going to show him? Because I think you earlier in the day, you sent me a photo of Ibushi with Shinsuke, Funaki, and Finn. Oh, yes. I did. Sh- I thought it was the one with Regal, but I did send you that one. Yeah, and then I'm kind of like, uh, what the fuck is Ibushi doing in Dallas? That's what I was thinking. And then I showed him on, on screen on NXT, so you're like, okay, he's probably getting signed. Yep, and swig a bit, swig of water for the working man. But yes, um, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I, I freaked out. I didn't know what to think. It's exactly. fucking Kota Ibushi. <laughs> So yeah, absolutely. That was that was best match of the night for sure, and I kind of felt bad because the two main events had to follow that. Uh huh. So like, actually, while you, <laughs> I'm gonna say while you're eating your ice, <laughs> that's that's fucking horrible. While you're eating your ice, I want I want to I want to plug something. Go for it. Right. There's a band we saw not too long ago. Yes. Called Tequila Mockingbird. Oh, fucking hell. This is a band people should really get behind. Yes. Dave Higo, who used to be of Triple M, he used to do Distortion. I think he's the manager. I'm not 100% sure. It, it says on the Facebook page and he's he's um been at the rehearsals and stuff. So It he, makes sense. Yeah. This is the band people should check out. They got their, um, they got a debut album coming out uh, very soon. And as well as that, uh, don't forget, uh, if you're a 12 Foot Ninja fan, the next album is work, is in the works, and you can pre-order it and get a special package deal with it. I don't know what it is. Is it something I got told about? Maybe ask Shane. <laughs> Maybe ask my drum teacher, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. This is, we'll, I reckon we should plug bands more regularly on here. Exactly. You know, um, Toph and Ninja, Tequila Mockingbird, I'd love to have them on. Oh, dude. Chat. Get cunt shit on. <laughs> get, yeah, cunt shit. <laughs> this, all right. Before we continue on with this podcast, I need to tell the story. Oh, that's, my, that's that's a beauty about podcast. My cousin is in a band called Cunt Shit, and I went and saw one them. word. Yeah, their one word, Cunt Shit. The band they've literally been called, and I, I, I'm, and I quote, I'm not saying this from my person. Like this isn't me saying this. They have the most controversial name in the Melbourne music in mu- Melbourne music scene. That's what Emergence said on their um, website. I went and saw this band. At the battle, the emergency battle of the bands, and um, you know, you know, the usual shtick with a battle of the bands is, you know, everyone's there at the start, and then at the end, everyone's fucking left because you know, bands are cunts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I stuck. A, I was there for my cousin's band called Cunt Shit. They're like a to to explain what they are. They're a grindcore band with a lot of fucked up lyrics. Uh, you, you either take it very seriously. Or you find it fucking hilarious like I do. Um, but yeah, they started their gig. I am fucking like losing it because the guitarist didn't turn around fucking once. He had his back to the crowd just the whole time. He had a black hoodie on, black pants, and he's just playing the whole time. And not to mention this band was very fucking tight too. Like they really? ha- They had their shit together, man. Okay. Like they were very fucking tight. Um, aside from the start, because the start, the drummer didn't know what he was playing because he was fucking hammered, I'm assuming. But that's that's is, rock and roll for you. Isn't your cousin the drummer? No, no, he's not. He's a fucking vocalist, man. Joel's doing the he's, he's doing the screams. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, I saw this band. They started off with about maybe 15 people at max in the room. And like, they were getting over with the crowd, like 100%. And it was like, their songs were fucking hilarious. They're simple as shit. Some of them are short, some of them are long. The first song that they played, I was really fucking getting into. I can't remember what it was called. But In then they get to... from a virgin's cunt. <laughs> That's Cannibal Corp song. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but they get to this one song. And this is when the whole room leaves. Like, everyone just leaves out of the room. Except for maybe six people. Okay. Um, they play a song called Pedophile Pete, which was written by one of my other cousins, believe it or not. 
it's it's a it's a fucked up song, but it's hilarious <laughs> if you have a good sense of humor and you're not fucking retarded. How does? Can you pass me my guitar? Can you teach me how to play Pedophile Pete? Pedophile Pete. Is that it? Yeah. That's all it is. Do you want to sing it? No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> we'll, hang on. We'll save this for another podcast. We'll save this for another we'll podcast. We'll get cunt shit on and we'll get them to fucking do it. An acoustic Acu- version. We'll do, make them do an acoustic version. Yeah. But yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the- welcome to the acoustic sessions with <laughs> cunt shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. But yeah, I'll just say this quickly. They get to that song. They start playing. And you just see everyone fucking leave. There was there was like a group of girls who were fucking dancing drunk to this band as well, and my cousin was pretty fucking stoked about that. <laughs> um, Tits, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they finished the the gig. You know, it was like they were one of the standout bands because they were different. That's the thing that I like seeing different bands. Whereas everything else on the other on the card was pretty fucking generic and the usual sort of shtick. We get to the results at the end of it, and the two metal bands don't get in. You sound surprised. Oh, I'm not surprised. It's fucking emergency, typical. But it fucking pissed me off, because it's like, you know, why, what, so you you let a fucking indie band in, but you don't let any metal bands in. Where's the diversity, you know? Because an indie band you can sell and try and make money off of. Yeah, that's pretty much why. Everyone, Everyone else were just a bunch of fucking bands that could you know fucking sell records and shit but yeah they made it to the next um they made it to the next round in hi-fi but cunt shit didn't unfortunately which isn't bad because they got a name they got the name out that night yeah a lot of people recognized them i couldn't tell like obviously there were a bunch of egos there which is given in the music industry but um yeah i have to give a plug out to cunt shit they're, they're <laughs> fucking hilarious you I think they're working on an album soon. Okay. I don't know, but uh, we will get them on here because I really want to talk to them about shit. Fair enough. It, it, they got an interesting mindset with things. <laughs> yeah, but let, let's continue with Takeover because I yeah. wanted to get that story out of uh, the way. <laughs> I, w- I wanted to say, speaking of egos... Yes. I reckon... One, one of the next couple of podcasts, instead of talking wrestling or anything, let, let's talk egos in the music world. I'm down with that. Because the thing I find is, I find, I know, in the local music scene, there are some kids with an ego bigger than our mate's head. Well, you know first, (laughs) bigger than Julian's head. (laughs) By the way, happy birthday to Julian today. Yes, happy birthday to Julian, 20 years old. I mean, we probably won't release this today because it is his birthday today. But um, (laughs) yeah, happy birthday to Julian. Um, We'll actually get him on a podcast one day. I don't know. Why not? We'll we'll talk to him about something. But yeah. I you know, know firsthand. I know firsthand about egos. So, no, I reckon one we'll we'll spend we'll spend a solid hour or something talking about. It. Maybe we have someone in talking about it with us. Exactly. We don't know. Maybe you can tell your personal experiences or oh, something. Oh man! <laughs> if you if you feel like it, you know. Do we have like ten hours to do that? <laughs> if you want. <laughs> Fuck. We, oh, we're I mean, getting it, distracted. We're getting it was distracted. Two years ago. <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah. I'll save. I'll save the. I'll save the story. For another time. Yeah, let's continue with Takeover because we're getting distracted. That's that's the music portion of the fucking podcast Boom. sorted. <laughs> no no news one either because uh, the DNT report, uh, we're still working on it. We're still working on it because it's a, it's a subject that we want to get fucking right. Yeah. But the, yeah, we will, we will release more news once that gets sorted out. Yep. Uh, all right, so now we get to our two main events, the Women's Championship. Which, Swig of water for the working man again. <laughs> and the NXT championship. Yes. Uh, well, I can, all I can hear is crunching. Asuka <laughs> <laughs> uh, has become the new face of women's wrestling in NXT. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that. It looks like it, yeah. What I pretty much saw from this match was... Japanese strong style versus American traditional wrestling. It was a good match. It was. I mean, the finish didn't really... It didn't really fucking make me happy. I was pretty pissed off about it. I saw your reaction. You you fucking walked out of the room swearing. Yeah. <laughs> but the match overall was good. I, I, I just want to make sure that everyone understands that. 
Oh, absolutely five. Uh, I wouldn't call it five. It was four and a half star. Four, four and a half. Four, four and a half star match. Mm. Still pretty high. It was a good match. But yeah. Uh, Asuka goes over and it's just... I didn't care who won this match. I really didn't because either one is deserving of, you know, representing female wrestlers yet. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. And we got this bullshit UFC kind of finish that Bailey passed out and said, we're going to ring the bell. That's it. Stop it. In the, in the background, all I can hear is Mike, Mike Goldberg going, it's all over. <laughs> and it's like, no, this is professional wrestling. This isn't mixed martial arts. What should happen in that situation is while Bailey looks like she's out, the ref grabs a hand, lifts it up once, hits the ground. One. Hits it again. Two. Two. If it hits a third time, end the match. And that would have had a more of an effect on people. Exactly. Because people would have been like, what? But then again, I think, did the same finish happen in with uh, Bailey versus Nia Jackson London? I, no, sorry, Nia no, tapped out. Nia, Nia Jackson tapped, t- tapped out. out, which uh, um, didn't make it look very strong, which they were trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> not, it's not a good time to be a Samoan in WWE, is it? No. <laughs> yeah, it's really not. I think all of them are getting pretty much booed at the moment. <laughs> Fucking Usos, nobody gives a fuck about. Roman Reigns, clearly no one gives a fuck about. Clearly not. Except if you went to a uh, SmackDown taping and... I think the only person that fucking people like was uh, The Rock, but yeah. No, I got pissed off watching The Rock segment with these fucking flamethrower and shit taking up, taking up all this time that could have gone to Brock and Dean. Yep. <laughs> he took up so much time, that could have gone to other matches, but yeah. Um, I'm going to point out that uh, MMA and professional wrestling, they're two different things that should stay separated. They should come together in terms of training sort of thing, but in terms of like in-ring work, keep them separate. It would be cool to add in like, you know, different kind of martial arts sort of moves into your Arsenal's professional wrestler. But that finish was fucking dumb. I I partially agree with you on that one. I, I agree with the fact that, you know, that f- the finishes and like the way that they call the fight, the, oh, I nearly said fight, the way that they call wrestling matches, that shouldn't be involved in it. As for, like, you know, tell of the tape and all that sort of stuff, absolutely. Because it brings a sort of realism to it, I guess. Like, more of, more statistics kind of thing. Um, I still think it belongs in boxing and... I don't know, maybe we just differ on that, that one. But, yeah. like, the, there's certain aspects they can bring in, but you don't want to be having wrestling matches being finished like that. That, that pissed me off quite a lot. Exactly. Because, like... Let's 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 look in the past, right? Yep. Big Show has a knockout punch finish. Yeah. So technically, if we were going by you know MMA kind of moves, every time Big Show punched you with his big fucking right hand, yeah, that would end in a knockout. Exactly. The ref would have to call for the bell because oh, he's knocked out. That's it. It. Yeah. I don't know that. that that's what just I mean. Piss me off. That's that's the best way. Of she got it. choked out, kind of thing. And oh, we're gonna have a new champion. It's kind of like with Sami Zayn and Owens. Oh, Doctor Stoppage. No, this isn't. This isn't UFC. This isn't MMA. Stop trying to make it look real. People know professional wrestling is a story. You know. Yes, the movies are real. If it's done smart, then it'll work. Like the Doctor Stoppages will work if it's done smart. But it just it wasn't done smart. I know, but a lot of a lot of matches they don't do it. They don't think about it how they can make it work and make it look really good. Yeah, because yeah, that I don't know. Some doctor stoppages really are fucking annoying, like the main event, which we'll get onto in a minute. Oh god! But um, yeah, I I didn't like the finish. But overall, the the match was good. That's yep. that's all I've really got to say more about. Asker and Bailey. What's what's next? Uh, Bailey or Bailey didn't go main roster. What is next for Bailey? She didn't. She didn't uh, debut. Mm-hmm. She uh, uh, kind of had a Daniel Bryan moment. Yeah, and that you know when a couple of years ago when the Authority are out and they're talking about the importance of the title, the crowd takes over and they start talking about Daniel Bryan. They're chanting Daniel Bryan. Pretty much same thing. They got the women's champion out and she's talking about her thing and no one gives a fuck about this segment kind of thing, which is yeah. kind of wrong. But I can understand why no one gave a fuck. Yeah. 
And the crowd starts, you know, hey, we want some Bailey. Bailey. He's like chanting for Bailey kind of thing. So, I don't know. Uh, Bailey probably get a rematch. Will she win it back? I don't know. Uh, I think next person that should be pushed for it is Alexa Bliss. She's someone that deserves it. Oh, 100%. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. Alexa Bliss, her um, her uh, little, it was tiny. It was like two or three weeks. That few she did with Bailey. That was good. As, like, even though she lost and didn't walk out with the title, Alexa walked out the winner of that feud. Exactly. She showed she can do great heel work. She has fantastic mic skills. Mm-hmm. Can put on a good match too. Yeah. You know? Exactly. That's the thing. So she's maybe, more than maybe, just a pretty face. Maybe like, she's next. Uh, even Marie shouldn't be anywhere fucking near it. She still has to train. <laughs> <laughs> nah, even Marie, just don't give her any more training. She won't fucking do She won't take it in. <laughs> She's more interested about her modeling career anyway. Pretty much. All right. Now we get to our main event of the night. Um, before we go into the matches, uh, I was spec- I was sitting there going, you know, oh, Finn Balor uh, in London, he came out like Jack the Ripper. What's he going to come out with? He's in Dallas, Texas. What's he going to do? I'm sitting there like, is it going to be like a fucking a, a, a bull or something? Yeah. Is he going to be like a... <laughs> I was sitting there waiting for... What's it called? Uh, Benny Factor to walk out. <laughs> I was waiting for the... um, like Texas a, fucking... Like a skeleton kind of cowboy yeah. sort of gimmick to walk out. And then, uh, no. So Joe walks out. Heel heat. Great. Great. That's what you want. Um, Finn comes out. And, you know, boom, boom. Boom, boom. We go building up, building up. And we're sitting there we're like, what's he going to do? And he gets to the part of the song and he goes, <gasps> and I can hear this, what the fuck is it? Motherfucker's got a chainsaw. He borrowed it from Chainsaw Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and he's standing there, up above his Texas fucking head. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh my God, I fucking lost it. It was fantastic. Oh, he's man. walking down with this fucking chainsaw like that. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fu- like It was so simple, but it's so cool. He didn't really have much body paint on either. No, but the thing I noticed is, I don't know why, it just looked like it was put on really thick today, that yeah. day. Yeah, it was good. Because <laughs> not much of it really came off throughout the match. No, not really. But yeah, so he comes in. Uh, well, let's, let's talk about the match. Uh, it starts off with the two accidentally colliding heads, which leads to Joe being cut open. Which, yeah. Here's the thing, right? Seeing that, out of the whole new element to the story. He didn't blade. He, you know, accidentally got cut open, but he used it. Exactly. Joe uses like, you know, oh, this is how much we fucking hate each other. Yep. That's just it. This is, look at how much we hate each other. That he's hit me and I'm cut open now above my eye. Pretty much. Which then leads into one of the slowest main events ever. (laughs) Oh, Fuck. Fantastic match, great match. Whenever the doctor didn't step in and try and put fucking Vaseline on it, I think I counted up to about four or five times the doctor fucking stepped in. Even when Joe wasn't bleeding, he fucking stepped into the ring. Or, 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 or went and attended him to put fucking Vaseline on his fucking. Stop him from bleeding. And that, that distracted us and the crowd from the match. I think it, it ruined it for me. It did. It really ruined it. It, it slowed the momentum. Like, things start to pick up, and then, oh, no, he's moving too much. It means he's starting to bleed. The doctor better come in and try and stop it. And it's like, you know, now Finn's got this time to fucking rest up kind of thing. I understand that... Vince isn't a big fan of blood anymore. It's not just that, but I understand that the doctor has a job to do. But for fuck's sake, if Joe's telling you fucking... Stop! You're ruining the momentum of the match because I could I could see that there was a conversation going on there. He wasn't he wasn't happy that the doctor kept fucking stepping in. You could you could see it. Exactly. He wasn't happy, no. and ne- I don't think any of the guys were happy because it's no. like you've just killed the entire momentum of the match. When he started bleeding, we're like, "Holy fuck! He's busted open!" You know, this match is going to be awesome. And then it gets to a point where it's like, "There's a spot." Doctor steps in. There's a spot. 
Doctor steps in. There's a spot. Joe rolls out of the ring. There's the Doctor steps in. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm waiting for Big John McCarthy to come in. You know, five five minute rounds oh, for the yeah. NXT cha- undisputed championship, and everyone's gonna have a one minute fucking break in between those rounds to stop Joe from bleeding. Oh. This is what I mean with the whole MMA and professional wrestling. Like, there's aspects of it that belong together, but the whole Doctor thing doesn't. I I understand. Vince doesn't want the blood to be on on TV and that, but this was accidental. He didn't make himself bleed, mm. you know. And I understand that it is like a health issue, but yeah, it is. But the thing is, like, from a fan's perspective, I just saw this whole story with it. Yeah, I just saw. Look how much I fucking hate him. He's cut me open. I'm hurting him for it. Exactly. You know. The blood on the face was intimidating as well. It was a lot scarier than that stint in TNA when Joe had the <laughs> fucking face paint. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I it got to the point where the crowd started chanting "fuck PG" and um, <laughs> let them bleed, let them bleed, let them bleed, and then bullshit chants. Yep. Which even fucking Shane O'Max kids started chanting and Linda wasn't happy about that. <laughs> I saw the video the other day. It was pretty funny. Was. <laughs> oh, sweet. Speaking of bullshit, uh, how how bad was Shane McMahon's bullshit black black eye? <laughs> that was makeup, man. You could tell. That was fucking makeup. <laughs> oh, but, God. Uh, so, look. Bella keeps the title. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. No, <laughs> no Bullet Club. No. Apparently, the, the, the result actually got changed. No, I did hear that. That's what I heard. That's why Joe was fucking fuming as well, I heard. I don't blame him. It's like, fuck, man. You, you ruin the momentum of the match, and you don't give him the title in that exactly. night. Exactly. And that, that's I'm pretty sure that was coming from Meltzer, too. Mm. Which is That's yeah. a legit source. That's a, that's a legit source. But that's uh, the thing. If you read anything on the internet, and it's Dave Meltzer, or it's Brian Alvarez, it's... It's most likely true. Ninety percent true. Yeah. I wouldn't take it as gospel, but it's pretty true. <laughs> it's it's pretty close to the source. But so, yeah, like don't get me wrong, fantastic match. Just you know, why is Finn's obviously staying in NXT for a little bit longer? Looks like it. Yeah, which I'm okay with, but it could have been better to see a debut on Raw. But you know, yeah, which we actually got to cover that Raw at some stage. Uh, I want to and I don't want to. And we can quickly go over it now sort of thing. Well, we could just go over who debuted and that's it. Polo Cruz uh, wasn't a surprise because they told us. Yep. And fucking... <laughs> a great match, but you know, once again, Tyler Breeze is jobbing, which I fucking hate because that guy is worth so much more than that. Yep. Um, uh, Enzo and Cass come out during after the Dudleys match and you're like, this is six weeks too late. Yep. They should have been there before Mania. Pretty much. They should have been challenging the New Day for the tag titles. Not wrong there. No. Nah. Um, what else? I think that was it. They were the only debuts. I'm pretty sure there was another one. Oh, Cesaro came back. Cesaro came back in a fan. Oh, that was a five star main event. Yep, and AJ Styles is now the number one contender. Yeah. So and the, the Zach Ryder f- is no longer the champion. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> it's bullshit. Uh, poor Zach Ryder. It's all about kicking a man while he's down. Oh, for this, fuck's this sake. Is, this WWE. is like that whole um, storyline he had with John Cena all over again. Just fucking give up. <laughs> I fucking give up. Poor I, Zach. I, poor Zach. Do they... Are they going to continuously, continuously, all the fucking time, just insult their intelligence and insult every single person in the fan base? I think so. I'm fucking sick of it. I'm, I'm so fucking sick of it. I mean, I watch every single week and I'm just... I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I really don't want to watch anymore, but I have to. It's it's it's. I'm starting to get sick of it. You know, I'm sick of them doing stupid shit. Like fuck's sake, why why give him a less than a twenty four hour title run? Why? I don't know. Oh fucking! I'm sick of WWE. Yeah. Um. So overall, uh, NXT was a five star event. Yes. Takeover was a five star event. It was. I mean, look. Here's here's the thing, right? Mania was good. It wasn't on the same level, though. Exactly. Vince pulled it out of his ass and made Mania somewhat memorable and good. But NXT TakeOver, there's a lot more lasting memories from that than what I'll remember from WrestleMania 32. You'll ask me, you'll ask me in 10 years' time, 
you know, or when I have kids, you know, oh, daddy, when you were watching the wrestling, well, what was what was the most memorable thing about WrestleMania 32? And I'm going to tell them it was watching Roman Reigns get fucking booed out of the building. And, you know, the, you know, appearances and shit like that. Other yeah. Than that, yeah, there wasn't really much memorable. <laughs> Back in my oh, day, Sean Shane jumping fun. off the fucking hell in the cell, Oh, actually, actually yeah, that I'll talk about. Yeah, that that's something <laughs> they'll talk about. But other than that, not really much. NXT was better than Mania. People won't be happy with it, but you know what? This is our podcast, so fuck it. And yeah, we it's in our disclaimer, so fucking tough shit, cunts. In the words of Shane, get fucked. (laughs) 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 So yeah, uh, thank you very much for listening to our in-depth review of NXT TakeOver Dallas. Let's plug our shit. Let's plug our shit. You can follow us. On Facebook at the DNT Podcast. Yeah, we got Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Yep. We have got our YouTube page, which we will have stuff on eventually. Yes, uh, you're listening to this on archive.org. You can find all of our podcasts on there and our future podcasts on archive.org until further notice. Yeah. And um, there'll be links on Facebook anyway. Yeah, there will. Do you want to do any more shout outs to anyone or? Uh, let's see, we did Tequila Mockingbird, we did 12 Ninja, we did Cunt Shit. We've shared it out to Julian, which is happy birthday again, mate. Yes. Um, let, let's do a new thing. Yes. Let's add a new thing. This is coming right now off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is innovation, man. <laughs> this is it. How about for every podcast, let's give the nice people a song of the, the song of the show. Song of the day. Oh, song of the show. Song right. of the show. Is it what song should they go out and listen to right after this? What do you reckon? Do you want me to choose today, or do you want to choose? We'll do some rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. Yeah. All right. Choose. So it's me. <laughs> All right. I've so got next one's this me. is off the top of my head, and I listen to it every time I feel like shit. Listen to the burden of being wonderful by Still Panther. All you can eat. <laughs> if you listen to that and think of yourself. You will not only have, well, not necessarily have a bigger ego, but you'll feel better about yourself, especially when you're having a shitty day. That's the go-to song. So, Burden of Being Wonderful by Steel Panther. That's a song of the podcast. Once again, we'd like to thank you for having a listen to this. Yeah. We will see you with the next one. With the Next week. Is it next week? Well, hopefully next week. I don't know. Well, we're actually, we're lining up some guests at the moment, so mm. stay tuned. 100% stay tuned. Can we tell them? No, no, we're not going to tell them anything. You just got to wait. We got to we got to make sure we can confirm everything and make sure everything is down pat and ready to go because we don't want to fucking announce anything. <laughs> it's unprofessional. <laughs> Once again, thank you very much for having a listen. We will see you at the next one with a couple of special guests. I'm Gavin. I'm Jesse. And peace the fuck out. Have a good one.